Money and building wealth are such taboo topics, and they have been for decades and centuries. We've come a long way over the last decade or so, especially for us women. However, we as women still feel somewhat uncomfortable speaking openly about money and wealth. My mission is to bring forth a new conversation, a different conversation, all about money, business, and creating wealth for the compassionate, convicted, and connected woman. This podcast was created so that you have the space and the place to begin to unravel everything you believe to be true or not true about building legacy wealth through investments and business. Welcome to Keep the Change podcast, changing the world one spare coin at a time with Coco D. Good morning, wherever you are in the world, from Bali, Indonesia. I'm stoked to be back for another episode of Keep the Change with Coco D, Building Wealth. Intuitively, I wanted to dive into my origin story today with you. It is something that I'm asked a lot about, and I know that you are all intrigued because why not? How did I get into property? Because let's face it, that is the first thing that I did for investing. It's the first, it's the first investment I made. It was back in May 2006. I still remember it like it was yesterday. Let's rewind before we get into May 2006. I actually grew up in a household that did not believe in investing, that did not believe in debt. Well, firstly, what a bit of a crazy, crazy thought now that I think about. And just to go on a tangent slightly, because, you know, I am the queen of tangents voids are created in our childhood. And for me, the void that was created was obviously financial stability. And whilst we did have some sort of financial stability, as far as I knew, there were a lot of things that I felt that I couldn't have due to money. And what's really interesting and what I've learned through this journey, through this path of wealth creation, is that whatever happens in your childhood or what doesn't happen creates a void for you. So let me give you an example. If you are a a child, has come from a poor family or a low middle-class family or from a single mom, live paycheck to paycheck, and tried their best to give everything to their children, but still you could feel as a child that things were not the best and you felt like you didn't have the best of everything, creates a void within you to create something where it allows you to have everything that you want. You know what I'm talking about, right? And so the void for me, unbeknownst to me, was that I wanted financial stability. However, I didn't know how to create that. And in an early relationship in my late teens, um, you could say my high school sweetheart and his family, his grandparents were very much into investing in property. And it was something that opened my eyes. I always read investment books. I always read things about real estate, but I really didn't know how to get started. And I didn't have anyone in my circle, specifically my parents and their circle and my friends and their circles around that I could speak to, that I could really bounce ideas from. And he was that person for me. And his family were those people for me. And they were kind of like a guiding post. And we decided from an early age, we got together when we were 15 or 16. And we decided from an early age that we wanted to retire when we were 30. It was our dream. And we were going to make it happen no matter what it took. We just had this fire in our belly. And so we decided that we were going to purchase a home. We were renting. We left home when we were very young. We were about 17, 18. And we decided, you know what, instead of renting, why don't we purchase our own place? We started looking around. It would have been in 2005, 2006. When you look at that and where it was in the cycle, it's really interesting for those of you who know that I love the economic cycle and speaking about that. And whilst this episode is not about that, it's definitely looking back in hindsight when I didn't know about 
about the cycle. It was the peak of the cycle. It's fun. Looking back, we were looking for a few. We started looking at units because that's what we could afford. You know, we both earned very little money. From memory, I, I was earning $18,000 a year and he, I was a full-time uni student. I was studying two degrees in one. At one time, I had three part-time jobs. Those three part-time jobs were making me $18,000 a year. Whew, look out. And from memory, he was making maybe $22,000 a year. So it was really, really small money, even as a combined income. But we did everything that we could to save what we could. We purchased, we, I remember we made an offer actually on a unit that we lived in, in the same complex. And it was something like $140,000 or $160,000. I don't remember exactly. And I remember both of us looking at the sales contract and be like, oh my God, what is this? And we were so scared. We had no one, like our parents had never purchased. Actually, that's a lie. My parents had purchased a house, but they didn't know what they were doing. Um, his He came from a single mom. She was so supportive. She's amazing. Um, But again, we didn't have anyone that we could turn to ask the questions like, are we signing the right things? What conditions should we be asking for? We just, we just kind of flew to it. And so we purchased a unit in May, 2006. Actually, the first unit that we put an offer on didn't go through. Again, everything happens for a reason. Everything works out. And we purchased a unit in May, 2006 for 100 and it was 193,000 or 196,000. And back then it was a lot of money for us. We weren't sure what we were doing, but we were like, you know, it feels right. It was one bedroom in on the south side of Brisbane and it was quite big. It was about 60 square meters for a one bedroom, which is pretty big. It had a decent sized kitchen. I remember all the walls. There was the kitchen was was yellow, the lounge room was pink, the bedroom was baby blue. Um looking back now, it's funny we never repainted it. Anyway, that's what started our journey into property. I'm always going to be honest that I didn't do it on my own. I started with my then partner who then became my husband, who is now my ex-husband. And yes, I am still friends with him. He has built a very successful business himself. It's always been in our bones, both of us, to create big things and to create through business and investment. And that really started my journey into property and seeing what could be done through property. Buy and hold, we did renovations, we flipped a few, we kept a few for cash flow. And then I went in my on my own path when we broke up and became a property developer. Had $60 million of projects that I was managing at once. It was a crazy time. It was a very crazy time. And I look back and I'm like, what were you doing, girl? That was insane. But here I am today to tell the story. And I'm so grateful for the experience that I gained through that. Property is definitely a vehicle that can be taken to build wealth. Definitely. It is one that helped me build wealth at a very early age. And we know through the economic cycle that property and real estate is definitely an avenue to build wealth because property will always increase in value. I know right now you're probably sitting there going, how? How the hell can this continue to increase? I remember it was 200,000 or 1.2 million. It doesn't make sense. But the truth of the matter is that rent is what people find so lucrative about property. And the majority owners of land in the world are big corporations like churches, like the military. They are the biggest owners of land. So they will never allow land to diminish in value. Yes, we have our cycles and yes, land can go up and slightly down. But overall, when you look at the trend, prices are constantly going up. So even if they rise by 30 or 40% and come down by 10%, they're still up by 20 to 30%. Do you understand? It's really important to understand how this works and why land will always continue to rise. Now, right now for me, I am not in the property game. I have decided to take some time off. I need to focus on my businesses. For me, being able to sit back and watch the cycle play out in terms of real estate, it feels good for me, but it doesn't mean that it, does, it has to be your story and your version of the truth. In saying that, I do own property, obviously, because I am building a childcare at the 
moment and that requires me to own land to be able to build the childcare on. However, that is business related and whilst it is part of my portfolio, in terms of my real estate portfolio, I've gone from owning 15 properties, managing $60 million worth of property development to now owning just a small piece of land to build a childcare. So that's my journey with property. That's how I got into property. I've seen it all. I've been through pretty much a full cycle with real estate, about 15 years in real estate. So I, I was at the end of one cycle and then came through, I'd say 10 to 12 years in one cycle. Remember a real estate cycle is 18.6 years. If you're not sure what I'm talking about, please refer to Phil Anderson's book. Here it is. Go and have a look at it. Go and read it. Go and follow him. He is a legend. Um, I have been following his work for over 10 years and I absolutely adore the man and his genius and his team. Property is definitely a vehicle and a path to wealth creation. However, there are many other paths to wealth creation. And if you feel like you can't get into the property market, that's okay. There are other ways and other avenues to build wealth. Stay tuned so that I can share more with you around the ways to build wealth. But just know that you do not have to do it the way that everyone else is doing it. There are definitely other ways. Until next time, ciao. Thank you so very much for listening to this episode and for coming along for the ride that is wealth building. It's a wild one. Now, for all the information we spoke about, please refer to the show notes. Remember to leave a review if you feel called to. And if you want to soak up more and lick my brain about business and legacy wealth, subscribe to my YouTube channel. Come and join me on Instagram and Facebook. You can find me under Coco D D. Double E. See you soon.